welcome to Crushed by Margaret Caborn Smith, a podcast about the fervour and futility of unrequited love. My guest today is the sickeningly talented stand-up writer, actress, multi-instrumentalist, satirist, Rachel Paris. Hello. Hello. Thank you for calling me sickeningly talented. <laughs> like I actually the make biggest you compliment. Want a yeah. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. I can't stand it. Um, Now, Rachel, you don't know this. Well, you might actually, but I have mentioned you on the podcast before. No, I didn't know that. The very first time I met you in 2017, you and I bonded over our love of Santino Fontana. Yes. And I, um, I mean, I should be ashamed of this, and I am a bit ashamed of it. I won the conversation because <laughs> you said in a very embarrassed way that you'd looked up, you'd looked him up on YouTube and found a video of him singing with his wife. Yes. And I said, I've learnt her part of that <laughs> song. You did win. I did win. You and really also won. really lost because <laughs> that is like shocking. Awful. In many ways, he's lost. Oh, yeah. He's the loser. <laughs> because he's the victim of us stalking. <laughs> um, but so I'm aware that you do still have crushes. Is yes. that is that the case? Yeah, I think that's fair. I think they're quite rare these mm. days. Um, that's why we that, I think that's why it was a good conversation because it because it's quite unusual I think as a grown married woman to be like yeah there's there's this guy <laughs> who I just can't stop thinking about in a really weird way like in 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 actual Hollywood and I'll never meet him. <laughs> and also I think I I think I fancy him when he's singing and dancing. Yes. Specifically. I realised that afterwards. In fact, I may have um, had this exchange with you where we watched him. He was in Fosse Verdon and played sort of the worst, you know, a richer seam of awful people. The worst character in it. And it was like, I'm conflicted here. Yeah. (laughs) And he's in Marvellous Mrs. Maisel as well as a sort of not great character as well. And uh, yeah, it doesn't do it for me in that. So it's it's quite specific to the programme. Yeah. Uh, and his voice, I think. His voice and his dancing. Yeah. And, yeah. I, I find tap dancing very sexy. <laughs> it turns out. Where does that come from? Can I've, you remember? No, I've no idea. But I think, I don't know. I mean, Gene Kelly. Yeah. Foie. Yeah, good choice. Yeah, like, even with the quite baggy trousers. I think they add to it. <laughs> they create Gene Kelly. Yeah, you, maybe you don't want sort of Russell Brand style no, um, no. skinny jeans. Oh. In the tap. No, you want Gene Kelly in wide leg trousers. Mm-hmm. And he's strangely buff as well. For the era. Yes, agreed. There weren't that many like buff, you know, properly buff guys. Yeah. He was sort of so masculine and yet he's yeah. constantly dancing. Yeah, because you're right. Dancing is not seen as a as a masculine thing. It doesn't yeah. feel very masculine, but he manages to be he managed very... He to be graceful alpha. in an alpha way. Yeah, yeah. That's super hot. Mm. Um, was, that, was that a an early crush for you do you remember I don't know that it was a crush because it didn't I, for mm. me crushes are quite specific do you Go know what on. I mean I and do. I think Gene Kelly is just universally <laughs> gorgeous oh interesting yeah so, so the Nisha yeah okay so so who was your first first um like celeb crush mm-hmm. either was Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. In what form? In the form of Titanic and Romeo and Juliet, which okay. I think were around 95, 96. Yeah. <laughs> I say around. I, you I know. know. They were. <laughs> I can see the tattoo from here, <laughs> yeah, Rich. I know they were. Uh, so, like, I, and it's odd now because I also I think that even as a young teenager, I fancied older 
older boys, mm-hmm. you know, older men and stuff. So I think it was quite an unusual crush, even for me as a, as a young teenager. But because he looked like a, a girl, you know, he yeah. looked really feminine and not a hint of stubble and yeah, yeah. really young faced and, and fresh and everything. But yeah, I really, um, I really had a crush on him and I would have I think I told you this because we did half this podcast just over a drink in a pub <laughs> about six months ago and I think I told you like um I wrote a poem about him which I have with me oh my god okay and uh I had this fantasy and I suppose I must have been so I had posters of him on my wall great um, I mean you were one of the lucky ones that you had someone that people were producing posters yes, of him that's true. you know he's he was big enough but yeah, yeah jealous yeah had several several posters not a mad number I didn't have a big room (laughs) I had had like I think two big posters or maybe a smaller third one but yeah I I really fancied him and I had this fantasy (laughs) it says how much of a like naive little girl I was and the fantasy was that I would go to uh Hollywood um and I'd be in a really sexy red dress and I'd have the body of her. <laughs> uh, essentially, I look probably an 18-year-old. Um, and I look really sexy and I'd be having a drink by the bar. Oh, wow. And Were you picturing the bar? I'm yeah, I can, picture, I can literally or... picture the whole thing in my head. Oh, God, that's brilliant. It's still like there. Like a sort of circular corner bar. Okay, quite great. Quite dimly lit. Like... Titanic-y? Like I always mm, thought the interiors yeah, were. Yeah, a little, a little bit kind of old-fashioned kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And he would come over and ask to buy me a drink. And I'd be a bit aloof at first, <laughs> but then I'd be like, sure. And then he'd look at me in the eyes for ages and then he'd say, you don't know who I am, do you? And I'd be like, no. <laughs> and he'd be like, you're so different to the other girls. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be his antidote to the fame that has come to yes, him so early. Yes, the awful fame that he's And uh, that was it. That, like, the fantasy was, was literally us kind of like having a, a bit of a sexy flirt over a drink and didn't even get as far as no. snogging or anything. No, no, no. And you'd replay this over and over, <laughs> yeah. just those yeah. few, until they're perfect, till the, I think the exchange the time, is perfect. Yeah, exactly. So it's absolutely perfect, like a script, like a lovely film script. And I think by the time I got to an age where I would have added tonguing into it <laughs> i'd stopped fancying Leonardo interesting DiCaprio. other people were the, yeah the tonguing then it was spike objects. from buffy oh okay well no let's but before we get on to that i think we the should poem. hear the poem because okay. i don't want to forget about I it i had to look this up so how old were you i think i was uh, embarrassingly i think i was 14 that's not embarrassing that's that's perfect <laughs> especially with the body of an 18 year old that yeah, you were rocking I mean, you an know. 18 year old jessica rabbit i'm in presuming. my head yeah, yeah in my head yeah 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 Okay, here, I think, no, I'm looking at my handwriting and I think I must have been younger than 14. It says, because I I wrote a lot of poetry (laughs) as a child and teenager and I would, if it was all rough, I'd like, because this was the kind of child I was, obviously, I'd write it neater (gasps) in a new book. So I think this is it written out all neatly. Oh, like a year later. That's beautiful handwriting. So I think I was probably, thanks. This is obviously me trying very hard. And can I just say the postscript to it says, written for the love of my life. And then in brackets, I've put very sardonically, um, at the moment, (laughs) Leonardo DiCaprio, without him, I am a lost soul. Oh my God. But annoyingly, that's me being sarcastic about myself. Okay. Which is a shame. Because I think it's interesting because... 
I remember um, writing something in my diary in front of this boy who I was really annoyed, who went out with my best friend and yeah. I didn't like him. And I remember writing, I'm just writing this in front of, I won't say his name, yeah. uh, my friend's current boyfriend. Ooh. And um, and I remember I, it was it was a dig, but also it's exactly how I felt and yeah. I wanted him out of my life. So yes. I wonder how much of you were conscious that this wasn't going to be the love of your life, I not think, really. I think because I'd written it's how you movie, felt it. I think this is um, slightly cynical 14-year-old yeah. me looking back at the silliness <laughs> of 13-year-old me who actually wrote the poem. Do you know what I mean? Trying but you to still cool. wanted the representation of <laughs> yeah. the poem yeah. and you still did feel like this yeah. a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Perfect. Okay. Leo, the real heart of the ocean. I'm not sure I can <laughs> do this. Okay. <laughs> the eyes that seek the millions are only meant for me, but it appears our friendship, friendship is just a fantasy. <laughs> the hair that falls about his head perfects his shining face. If only I was with him and could share in his embrace. The part calls for a smile that has won a million fans. Many roles a masterpiece if placed into his hands. Can I just say you've got to admire the scan? Yes, I do. I'm um, not sure I'm getting the... Uh, you do not know that I exist. <laughs> you do not know that I exist and never... <laughs> Sorry. It's because I know what's coming. <laughs> you do not know that I exist and never will, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Well, let's see. Listen, he might be a fan of the MASH report. You don't know. <laughs> you do not know that I exist and never will, maybe. Whatever happens, I'll persist. <laughs> Continue, hopefully. I know it's just a teenage crush and I'll get over you, but your growing fans will tell you we have feelings too. <laughs> Fucking hell. You think that I don't know you and that can't be denied. But nowhere I can go to is better than by your side. Your life's in fame and glory and we live worlds apart. I will not forget your story. I can see you in my heart. So though I'd love to see you laugh, though we'd make a perfect team, all I can see is a photograph and all I can do is dream. Rachel, I mean, I feel like we could do the entire podcast just taking just that line by line, analysing really analysing it. Yeah. Like the it, the fact that it veers from this is just a teenage crush to mm-hmm. I'll continue. <laughs> oh, oh, I'll oh, persist. I'll persist. Oh, don't you worry about that. Yeah, it's really threatening. <laughs> it's really up but and down. also, it's a little bit angry. Like that thing of your growing. What is it? Your growing fans, fans will tell you will we tell have feelings. We have feelings. <laughs> It's like, to be fair to him, he doesn't know you exist. You've maybe. already said, oh, sorry. Yeah, maybe. 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 <laughs> but I think that's amazing, that, that hint of criticism. I think that, that part of um, unrequited love is yeah. this feeling of like, and you won't even, you yeah. won't even acknowledge me. You won't even come back. You know, you're not giving me anything back. Yeah, it's, no. I'm doing all the work. I wonder if, and this is really going quite deep. Go. Now. Even at that age, at 14 or 13, whatever I was, I think I had what at the time would have been completely unrealistic pie-in-the-sky ambitions of being a performer. And Mm -hmm. I didn't know what that would mean as a lifestyle. And I was just in, you know, a little semi in Leicester. And the the idea of that was nonsensical to me and my family. Um, And I think... That celebs like that, like proper Hollywood, like not even the later crushes, they're celebs and then there's like literally A-list Hollywood celebs. I think there was a tiny part of me that thought, 
I think I might meet him. Like, yeah. I really think I thought... Oh, Rachel, I still think there is a chance you'll meet him. A ch- but I think now there actually is, is a chance. And then, interesting, OK. Then, I remember calculating well, our ages. Oh, I, yeah, I was obsessed with that. Obsessed with that. He's nine yeah. years older than me. So at what point am I allowed to go out with him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at which point would it be... I remember thinking, like, at what point would it be gross for him to go out yeah. with someone. I mean, it, tur- <laughs> it turns, it out. turns <laughs> out, turns out he's fine. <laughs> fine I'm too with. old. Yeah, yeah, I'm way, way, too old. way too old for But him. like, yeah, I think, I think there was a little part of me that thought, no, I, I probably will end up in films. Are you saying that you think your whole career has been <laughs> a way of growing towards meeting that is this what I'm saying. A-list? Yeah, 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 that yeah, is that, what I'm that saying. Totally makes yeah. sense. I think, it, I, I, in all seriousness, I think that that is a... Um, a weird, probably quite female way of having ambition. Yeah. <laughs> sort of like really burying it in a kind of, and you know, and you do fancy him and you yeah. love his films and whatever, but there's also part of you which is thinking, I want to do that yeah. as well as meet him. Yes. You know, also you want to meet him and be quite cool about it. You don't want yeah. to meet him and be one of these girls that's screaming and licking him and whatever. You want to be yeah. like, oh, intriguing. And yet I'm the one with the high status here, I <laughs> turns remember, out. I remember at that age, there were, it was the era of Take That fandom. Mm-hmm. And um, I now really like Take That. I love their music. <laughs> but, oh, I think I'm the, I think I'm the same. And then originally yeah. I was like... Not there yeah, for it. No. Well, their songs, let's face it, were much worse then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. apart from Back for Good. And like... So I remember seeing um, all the boy band era, the screaming girls, the screaming, mm-hmm. screaming girls, crying, screaming, like it was, you know, same with Beatlemania or whatever, but that hysterical low status fandom. <laughs> and I remember thinking, um, obviously it was for them just normal feeling, like feelings they couldn't deny, it wasn't conscious. But I remember thinking like, um, oh, what are you up to? with that yeah because they're never gonna like you for me i think, I think <laughs> yes i was exactly. really i was like no i i actually Mortifying. want them to fall in love yeah. with me i don't want to be a fan i i expect yeah. this to lead somewhere and i remember looking at the screaming fans of girls with boy bands thinking they're never gonna like you if you do that they're gonna yeah. think you're just part of a crowd you want to stand you out. need to be at the front but reading a book or something yes. <laughs> look up occasionally and go sorry i didn't uh, yeah. i didn't see you there like they turn up at Wembley Stadium and you're not in the queue. You're like, yeah, on a wall <laughs> wearing an interesting hat with red lipstick on. And they're like, who is she? Who is that 13-year-old girl writing a poem? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. I really enjoy what are you up to with this. Yeah. <laughs> because they do, they look... Um, and I'm not... I mean, I don't know if I've ever screamed... I don't know if I've ever screamed at a concert. Like I think maybe I have got into it. Well, this is it. I, I'm not trying to a, think. Not in a I've, I'm in love with you way. I've just screamed no. at, at general being. Yeah, excitement. You know, excitement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've certainly whooped. Yeah, whoa, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes, I've whooped. But you're right. That sort of thing where you're looking at their faces and they're like gibbering. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. And they're red and crying yeah. and all of that. But you know what, Rachel? It's probably a bit more honest. I know. Than, more than I what know. we were doing, which and is also like luring them in. Yeah, exactly. Bigger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually. And maybe burn out quicker. I don't know, actually. Mm. I saw that, that Bross documentary. There were some slightly gibbering women yes, in their 50s. That's true. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but again, I was thinking... 
when I was watching that, I was thinking, if you just played it a bit cooler, you could probably be friends with them now. Yes. You know, but yeah. they're there with their tea towels and their hats yeah. going, oh, we love you, we love you. You know, there's like five of them yeah. now. It's like, just just hang around yeah. and become mates with them. But maybe that's that's just not what they want, I guess. Yeah. They want to just be like, I love you, and then go home and, yeah. you know, whatever, make another collage, I guess. I, w- <laughs> I wonder what it would be like now as a, you know, prepossessing woman mm-hmm. in charge of <laughs> most of her feelings <laughs> to meet someone like, someone that, like, a proper formative crush. Like well, I was going to say, yeah, I what wonder, do you... I wonder if I'd... Would you be coherent, do you think? Would I you try and no tell idea. him... About the I'll red tell dress you who I did meet. So this isn't Go a proper on. crush, but do you know the programme Outlander? No. Okay, so <laughs> it's absolutely up my... This is probably <laughs> kind of crush on the whole programme. Yeah. But it centres around... I mean, it's literally all my fantasies now. But, like, <laughs> it centres around um, a, a woman who's, like, in her 30s and married to quite a boring man... <laughs> They go to Scotland on honeymoon. It's the 1930s. And she finds this kind of old Celtic stone circle. She ends up going back in time and she wakes up in like a slip, because that's what she's wearing in the 1940s, (laughs) in the woods being sort of suddenly pursued by French revolutionary soldier. Uh, And she ends up back in time in the, I'm going to say like 15th century. Um, And she meets this gorgeous scottish bekilted man wow who saves her from this soldier and they travel essentially through time together but in a variety of like incredibly hot historical outfits <laughs> um anyway i loved outland and i told i sort of was r- super into it when i was single before getting together with marcus and i told marcus that i loved the program and the night that we first kissed I came here, he was having a party, and he was wearing a kilt. Oh, <laughs> and I took oh a, my gosh. a sign that he was making an effort. But I met... Did he say anything yeah, about he, this? Yeah, he said, like, he said, like... <laughs> wow. I mean, when he talks about making a pass at someone, <laughs> yeah. I had no idea that he meant he would cosplay, cosplay. for you yeah, yeah, at his yeah. own party. Yeah, yeah. That's so sweet yeah. and so nerdy. The producer's <laughs> having a breakdown next to me. <laughs> That's the order we're putting these out, isn't it? <laughs> that is amazing. But I'm, the point was when you meet your so I'm there. I went to, I went to the BAFTAs, guys. It's no big deal. I went to and the Leonardo BAFTAs. DiCaprio wasn't there. He wasn't there. Come on. Um, but I did meet the two stars of the programme, including the hot Scottish guy and the woman, and she's gorgeous as well. Yeah. And they're both about six foot six. She's really tall <laughs> as well. And they obviously all dressed up to the nines, looked absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. And we were in the green room backstage area. And I think I'd been quite cool with, like, I've met Dermot O'Leary, I've met Mo Farah and everything, like, quite cool, quite cool. And then I met them. <laughs> and I've got a picture, I've got a picture. I said, can I have my picture with you? And it's them, these Amazons standing next to me. <laughs> I'm just going, <laughs> grinning my face off. And I did, I went red as I was talking to them. So I think that's my answer, I suppose, is no. <laughs> you're not in control. No, you're not in control. Do you feel like that about Leonardo DiCaprio in any way now? When you look at him, do you still have that? I think, oh, that shiny I still face. think he's got something about him. Very different, I think, to what I saw in him when I was young. Yeah. I think, obviously, he's changed so much and sort of his career and reputationally, romantically as well. There's a lot of interesting things going on there. So I think that 
I'd feel differently, but I still think there's still something about him that I think I would probably be a little bit red-faced about. Yeah. When I have feelings like that, I do show it in my face. Like, I properly <laughs> go bright red. So I think I would, that would probably happen. Yeah, I don't feel like I can control my facial expressions well enough. Yeah, I think I just like, have this little grin yeah. and a bit blushing. I actually met someone that I was very excited to meet and um, but he had um, very recently been really through it in the tabloid like had had a horrible thing happen to him and I when I look back on that night I feel bad about it because like I had a selfie with him I looked delighted like I'm pointing at him and I'm so excited and I was thinking I mean because I was weirdly I was at a party where he didn't know anyone and so we talked for quite a long right. time and I like to think I really hope I was like you know kind and empathetic sure and were. understanding yeah. but but that photo really just shows a crazy fan did you do the self-conscious pointing at yes <laughs> yes I did I might have to put it on Instagram oh god oh god um Yeah, there's just certain... uh, But also, I think with that, that was weird because it was quite a long conversation that we ended up having. Yes. But I think that there was just occasional glimmers of, oh, I love him, you know. But And then I was like, but I am, I'm I'm an adult and this is another human being and we are... So did you have moments where you were like, you are nice, I do like you? (laughs) I didn't say anything, I don't think. think. Did you think it? Yeah, I just think I had the occasional... Because I, I actually think this is part of being um, very in touch with your younger self as mm. well, with all of those things. Because I had a conversation with a couple of women my age recently who were just like, I don't feel anything anymore. Like, you know, they're kind <laughs> oh, of joking, but they were just like, <laughs> the idea of having a crush in any form at the moment is completely alien. Oh, and listen, God. they're tired. Yeah, we get, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm, get it, I'm tired it. as well. Yeah. But... Um, I was like, oh, that's so interesting because I'm not saying it's it happens as often. It absolutely yeah. doesn't. I'm not spent, you know, I have lots of other things yeah, on yeah. my plate. But I still, and love still getting that thrill of like watching yeah. something and going, oh, I've yeah, gone, yeah, I've gone yeah, all yeah. fizzy Definitely. sort of thing. For me, it's nearly always fantasy programmes, but... Um, yeah. <laughs> always. <laughs> and you want to, really? Okay. Yeah, like Spike from Buffy. Um, just sort of things, yeah, Outlander. So was he the first sexual... Yes, Spoke yeah, from Buffy. The hair put me off. The um, that crunchy looking hair. I don't hair. like it, but the like the whole look worked yeah. for me. I think yeah. I was such a good girl. I was such a good girl at that age. And you were quite like Buffy. Did you relate yeah. to Buffy? Did you feel yeah, like yeah, in a way? But I mean, without the sort of superpowers, you know, superpowers, <laughs> or the kind of quite very popular, you know. <laughs> <laughs> she was po- was she popular she was at the start she was like right. the cheerleader girl I okay think. and then and then she became more of a weirdo popular. and yeah yeah no, yeah, yeah. yeah. good journey good believable journey yeah to be fair. believable um but yeah spike like you know with this sort of goth long leather jacket like yeah. studs and i can't remember big hobnail boots and everything and yeah a uh, slightly wayward Cockney accent, but mostly Oh, my God. Good. It, but veered, okay. it was mostly okay, but it, yeah, it, it veered, veered about a it bit. It veered a bit. And does Marcus wear all of that stuff for you? <laughs> he doesn't, <laughs> but weirdly, because I was listening to his one, 
and I'm reminded <laughs> that at that age he did. Oh, interesting. Interestingly. Uh, but yeah, I think the the idea of like yeah, just the the swagger and kind of don't give a shittery of Spike was yeah. really sexy and also vampires. <laughs> <laughs> Literally a vampire. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I've never quite understood the appeal of vampires. Really? Are they not more more trouble than they're worth? <laughs> I think I think in real life my, my sights are quite low. I'm like, yeah. oh, can't deal with these nerds in my real life. Let no, alone I do. A I do. I think the whole and all of the sort of Lord of the Rings stuff. Like, I I think I've got a bit of a fantasy kink, which yeah. do, which does not play out in real life. <laughs> Don't go to weird gatherings and dress as orcs or anything, but. I think I think I've always found it quite sort of sexy or the fantasy. Yeah. As in, oh, it's confusing, isn't it? Because we're using the word fantasy and the word fantasy. But the, yes, the f- fantasy genre. Fantasy is about fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Your fantasy is about fantasy. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a reason it's called yeah. that, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that does yeah, totally yeah. make sense. Oh, how interesting. Okay. And did you ever do? Did you ever write any poems about Spike? No, I think I was. Uh, past the poem writing well no not past I came back to it at uni yeah well you're an amazing lyricist now as (laughs) well to be fair um but did you what's he's James Masters Masters that's it yeah not Marston yeah 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 he would say Marsters works better in English to be fair yeah 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 um and do you how do you feel about him I haven't checked up on him yeah for a which while would suggest you're not that i think he asked. was one of those people who was a lot older than i realized because <laughs> i think all the buffy cast seemed to be only a few years older than me when i was watching yeah. it and i think he was much older than them i think he was like 10 years older oh, than God. them so i think he, he was hanging around with anthony head on, on <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> uh, so i think i think i i but i remember around that time like seeing him maybe a few years later on like in interviews and things mm-hmm. and he's nothing like spike he's nothing right like spike. so that is it's the character it's definitely, yeah, definitely the character the outfit and everything yeah 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 the vibe and was it always characters no um because i mean there's obviously like then there's like there's like real life yeah well i was going to say we haven't spoken about any of your real no. life um, um attempts i mean i Fancied a lot of people. Did you? You were yeah. quite indiscriminate because nothing was going on for me. Yeah. So I was a looker, you know, and an <laughs> imaginer. Oh, I see. I thought you meant you were a looker, as in you no, were hot, I was not and a so looker. people were pursuing you, no, and that I, was fine. I wasn't, I wasn't a looker, and uh, <laughs> so I think I was. So I went to a girls' school, but there was a boys' school next door. So there mm. was a lot of um, fraternisation between <laughs> schools. <laughs> I love that because that's a real teacher in assembly <laughs> yeah. saying, please, I'm, less fraternisation. I'm feeling like they must have said that at school <laughs> Yeah, now. I, I bet the they did, said. constantly. And um, there was literally, there was an area, um, it was actually a road barrier, but it was like near the two schools it called the, that we called the barrier. And they'd be like, stop fraternising near the barrier. <laughs> um, the barrier felt like it was between boys and girls. Yeah. And, um, so, yeah. I did think, you go and hang out there? Yeah, like, the I remember the first snog that I had uh was with my br- brief first boyfriend about How old? three weeks 15 15 uh 
and yeah first snog was by the barrier that's literally like <laughs> everyone went to the barrier to snog i imagine are you actually leaning over to snog like no, is the barrier no, between was, you no it was just like the barrier was there for the road and then there was like a big space where it's where people got picked up after school right like okay by their buses and parents and stuff and then but as you get older picked up there. by yeah 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 <laughs> other teenage yeah. uh and did you have a crush on him beforehand no, or was it very much? No. It's weird with teenage th- with things like that. I often think it's almost matchmaking. There's a yes, kind, there's an element of you two like spoke to each other for ten minutes. He was someone. I can't believe I've ended up talking about him on this program. But he, <laughs> he was someone. It's a very nice man. Um, <laughs> who he ended up going out with quite a lot of my friends, and he at that age certainly he was 15 as well was like fell really hard when he fell and I think he did fall for me in a big way but then he also fell for my friend in a big way and the person after that um and he went all in and I never really felt that way about him hence we only went out for three weeks yeah um but I do remember um oh (laughs) Nick I hope you'll forgive me for this I do remember like liking him enough to go out with him Mm -hmm. but also thinking I really wanted to know what it would be like to have to, a boyfriend yeah to I've go out with someone before and I, I think that's all right was really I was interested in that and yeah. he seemed nice was and provided I the think material. after a few weeks I was like oh I don't think I like you enough to keep this going you yeah know? this and, is a starter um, relationship I think it's fine <laughs> I, I, I hope fine. he's got over it right well um, no he got over it enough to go out Oh, then yeah. fall hard for you. That's how I was. And also why I didn't have a boyfriend until I was 21, because right. I think I was terrifyingly intense, basically, yeah. and was just like constantly, not constantly, but, you know, when I declared my love, it was yeah. a sort of, oh, God, really? This is a lot of responsibility, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's actually really nice that he was doing that and then recovering, quite bouncing back quite oh, quickly and going back, out yeah. with... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he seems like someone who's quite in control of yeah. it in a way. I don't think there was anyone that I knew at that school because they were the boys that I met who I had a crush on particularly. Really? I quite fancied a few of the rugby boys that were the cool guys, you yeah. know. Um I sort of fancied them, but not in a not in a big way, I think. It was only when I got to uni, I think, mm-hmm. that I properly met people that I was like, wow. Wow. And who is that gone then? Who is the oh. who's the one that comes to mind? There was a guy that I met early on in my first year who just blew me away. And we became friends Mm. and he never wanted more. Oh, Um, God. How do you know? Did you confess? He knew. He knew. knew. I know. It always always kills me. I think over the the couple of years that we were close friends um, at uni, like, I think there were were moments... We did kiss. Well done. We did kiss... But I got the impression he he that. never wanted to go out with me. He never yeah. wanted to go out with me. And But he wanted to kiss you. He did want to kiss me. Yeah. But so there was enough of a kind of <gasps> you do sort of fancy me yeah. enough, but not enough to go out with me. So and he was just really impressed. I'd never met any so as I say, like I'd come from, you know, this little town in Leicester, like uh quite sheltered as well, you know, we didn't have a big social circle and um, I went to Oxford and suddenly there were these just incredibly worldly, tall, grown up people <laughs> who had been like kind of socialising uh, with their parents who'd been to like <clears throat> public schools. and yeah, confidence schools is bred and into those people. The confidence of them was completely alien to me. And honestly, I do remember with him, like it was like a, 
I was blown away by him. And the idea that he wanted to hang around with me, which he did, yeah. was extraordinary to me. And it continued to be extraordinary to me. Uh, and yeah, it, it took a long time to fade. It took a really, really? long time. Really? At what fade. point did the kiss happen? After about a year. Okay. And then you stayed. Did the, did, do you think it made you more... Did, you know, did things fade after that? Or? I think it, it slightly broke my heart. I remember crying yeah. a lot after that mm. because we kissed and then I think he it was at a party. We were all a bit drunk and I think he left. He just sort of disappeared uh, and I was going around looking for him kind of thing. Oh, God. And I think there have I don't think there have been... This is quite an arrogant but true thing to say. I don't think there have been many relationships or um, circumstances mm-hmm. in my romantic life where... I've been the low status yeah. one, very definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jun- and, junior partner. Yeah, and yeah. I think that, I think that's why it stuck. I think that's yeah. why it was really hard to shake off. Was like I haven't achieved it. I haven't, I haven't won this. <laughs> like he didn't come round. I didn't persuade him. The kiss wasn't I, enough of a win. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's still. I'm still a bit in touch with him. You know, he's had a really interesting life as the years have gone on. I think he's changed so much. Mm-hmm. But it wouldn't... I It would never have been the right thing. No. It would never have been the right thing. I think he, at that age, certainly those few years in his early 20s, I think what I really needed at that age was a lot of compassion. Um, oh, God, don't we all... <laughs> and I don't think he had at that age... I think he's got it now, but I think at that age... Zero. Zero. Yeah, I think as a, yeah, yeah, particularly yeah. boys of that age. Yeah, it's a kind Mo- of, like most boys really that age. Just that, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, I think that was, that was big. That was probably first big life, life crush kind of thing. And what caused it to fade or. Um, just time passing, just meeting. I got, meeting, to, I, you got, I got into a proper relationship yeah. with someone who loved me. <laughs> and I, loved. I still feel like there's a bell we should ring or something yeah, when we yeah. get back to that point of the story because that's yeah. amazing. It's you always... find, when you find a real I think it took me quite a while to find a real love that uh you know was mutual and mm-hmm. you you have a life together uh to a certain extent and that happened sort of mid 20 I had like two big relationships like that mm-hmm. before Marcus and uh my husband and uh yeah, then when that happens, you know, the others, you see them more for what they are. Yeah. When, but I think it's the mutual ones that, you know, the big prop, everything fades into the background. Yeah. Do you think, are you still, you're still in touch with him, you say? Yeah. But you're still in touch with those, with that girl, with those feelings. Do you ever, like, if you're in touch with him, have a sudden like, oh, do I, do I still feel like that yeah, about you? Yeah, there. There's, there's a, for me... I hope he never listens to this because I'll know it's him. For me, there's a danger around him still, I think. For me, like an emotional worry a bit mm-hmm. of like, I don't, I don't think I should be much in touch with him. Yeah. Not because I don't want that. Not that I would ever do No, 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 don't worry. I don't mean um... that. I mean, just like, it reminds me. I have the same feeling about East London. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't expecting that to be the end of the sentence. But go on, you feel like you might there were, get trapped there and the not The years between relationships, out. when I have had like quite a lot of like messy experiences, I will say, 
all of those messy experiences, you know, sort of sex and drugs and rock and roll and all that, have all taken place mostly in and around Hackney for some reason. Wow. And so now, whenever I go to East London around that area, <laughs> I get this, like, my heart beats going and I'm like, oh, I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe. It reminds me of a place in my life that was quite yeah. dark. Oh, my God. And um, with him, I think the feelings of rejection and kind of pining after something that you, is not good for you actually it's not good for you and you're not going to get yeah uh i think when it, it was it was so big and it was such a protracted amount of time that i think yeah like i'd, I'd like to keep an eye on how he's getting on generally but i <laughs> yeah. don't want to be in touch no no with no him. you don't want to be in yeah. a it, next to him on yeah. a yeah i totally get that and it's really interesting because i hope you um uh, you know, I, I feel like you've communicated that feeling really well and uh, I, I hope there's no one going, she wants to have an affair, that's no, what this is about. Because no. I understand that, but I actually think I think it's really healthy to know that about yourself and to remember all of that and relate it all back to... Yeah. Also, I think it's really... I was listening to a podcast the other day that was saying it's so important to know what you want, even if what you want is bad for you, yeah. because that, the only you have to deal with it and yeah. then go, okay, I'm not going to go for that because it's not safe it's yeah. not what you know that's not what my life yeah. is my personality is I felt like that oh this is going a little bit off crushes but not entirely that I feel like I've kind of gone there were between like big relationships and small relationships um kind of batted for a few years between really safe relationships where I had the upper hand and I could call time on it mm -hmm. when I wanted to and not very healthy relationships <laughs> that were always going to hurt me. And I feel like I batted quite directly from one to the other mm -hmm. for years, really. And I, I remember my friends sort of sitting me down and going, mm, you have to stop. <laughs> I think you, you have, have to, to even this, this up a bit. Yeah, because... like, um, and the, yeah, and I've been amongst that, I've been out with some absolutely lovely guys. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, know what, know what you've got know what you're at know what's good for you yeah 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 and actually that you sort of need a you need a middle ground you do you yeah. do because you need something that you need to get a, you need a, the occasional thrill yeah as well there's no point in being you know so secure in your relationship where it's like and, and not that you would but you are you just could think I can treat you however I <laughs> yeah. want. I can do whatever, you know, because there's no, you, you should feel a bit of jeopardy. Yeah. You should feel like, oh God, I, I hope they don't want to leave me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, whereas you're so safe that whatever happens, you they're want, not leaving you. You want both, don't you? In a real relate, yeah, you want to feel like I have to make the effort. Yeah. And that they surprise you and that you've got a crush you've got, on them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but also that they're not going to treat you badly. No, exactly. They're not going <laughs> to they use... you. And that they love you. You know that they love you. Yeah. Um, but let's get back to no, silly questions because it got a bit serious. <laughs> well, the weird thing is it does get quite serious quite often yeah. because I feel like it is it is silly and yet it's just huge as well. Yeah. And I think everybody, you know, everybody that I've talked to has admitted that it is... Like, well, when you know, it's real ones, it, it it's unrequited, isn't it? Because yeah. if it wasn't unrequited, it would be a it, relationship. It is, exactly, yeah. It's just very quickly yeah. a, a real thing. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the crush is actually, it's about the distance between you and that person yeah which is which you have entirely made up and fabricated yeah. and it's all about yeah. the dress and the uh, sort of rejection of yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio 
in a bar. Um, so you're, so are we saying Leonardo DiCaprio is your biggest crush, or are I we? I think so. Yeah, I, think I mean the poem, the beautifully written out poem. Yeah, I think it's got to be. Uh, okay, mm, I have written your name. Okay, Leonardo DiCaprio is that his? That's his proper name, isn't it? Yeah, long. Yeah, Di- it's DiCaprio, Di- isn't yeah. it? So um, Dick it's two E's. Yeah. Oh dear, this isn't looking good. I'm afraid. Oh no. <laughs> oh no, it's all right. It's sixty-four percent. So okay. you're more likely to... Well, you're less likely than your husband is to get together with Susan Kennedy from okay. Neighbours, even oh, though she's fictional. Oh, you went with fictional. Susan Kennedy? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Whereas you've gone for the real Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah. and as we've established, it could still happen. It could so happen. You 64%. present that to him. <laughs> yeah, I'll take the evidence. <laughs> Thank you very much, Rachel Paris. Thank you. Crushed by Margaret Caborn-Smith was hosted by Margaret Caborn-Smith and produced by Sophie Black. Thanks to everyone at the amazing TVC Soho. And if you enjoy the podcast, please remember to like and subscribe as it helps people find where we are. 